You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. While you were sleeping, we started the show talking about the Yankees sticking with Cashman and Boone. No surprise, but that's what it seems like, uh, that it is likely that that is going to be the case, that both Brian Cashman and Aaron Boone will be back for next season. And, you know, again, it's... I Look, you hate calling for people's jobs, but the problem is, and to me it's not on Boone, this is on Brian Cashman. I said this after last season with the disappointment that the Yankees had, not only in the regular season, but obviously getting bounced in the wild card game to the Red Sox. It was obvious they needed to change to change things. It's been the same voice, the same vision for so many years, and it just has not worked in the postseason. Yes, it's worked in the regular season. It has not worked in the playoffs. It's not a crapshoot. That's an excuse. The Yankees have not been good enough. And there have been several examples, plenty of mistakes, plenty of thick-headed, bullish moves from Brian Cashman. Not admitting mistakes, whether it's on Gary Sanchez or Glaber Torres to shortstop. You know, we've gone over them a hundred times. Two things here. A, the Yankees as an organization have not operated like the old Yankees. You know, the Yankees that I grew up hating. They're the new Yankees. The lovable, kind of losing Yankees. As far as postseason, anyway. It's different. They don't go out. There's nothing to hate about this team. You used to hate the Yankees because you were jealous that you wanted to be like them. Going out there, getting all the best players all the time. Winning at all costs. Any fan base that hated the Yankees were because they were it was because they were jealous. Nothing to be jealous about this group. So that's number one. And then number two, with they you know, from what they've been able to spend and the trades they've been able to make, that's on Brian Cashman not being able to construct a roster good enough to be able to get over the hump in the American League. And there have been a lot of moves along the way that have led up to where they are today. So Cashman and Boone likely back, or that's the expectation that both those guys will be back. So now what? Why would we expect that it's going to be any different with the Yankees now moving forward? And it's the same guy calling the shots. And even if they were to move on from Boone and Cashman's still here, what do you think he's going to hire? A real manager? No, he wants a data applicator. They believe in it. They don't think what we think is right. They believe what they're doing is right. Where they're trying to be like the Rays and the Astros instead of, you know, just being the Yankees, which is always better than everybody else. Go out there and spend. They live and die by the analytics. Die, obviously. They apply it way too much on the field. 
It's like their heads are in the binders and the papers or the computers as opposed to on the field watching what's happening. Well, says right here, Connor Falefa, excellent range. Look at the defensive metrics. He's a top defensive shortstop. And instead, if you actually took the time to look up from your notepad and watch him play, you would realize he's not a good defensive shortstop. It's examples like that, to me, that are part of the Yankees' issue. Too much with the thinking and over-analytical when it comes to constructing a lineup. I mean, it's embarrassing what they did in the postseason. Trying to piecemeal it together like the Marlins with a lineup in the postseason. That's embarrassing. Guys sticking in their lanes, different matchups. I mean, come on. Anyway, we've gone over it plenty of times, but I don't have any belief to think that it's going to be different now this year. What's going to be different? Well, they'll get some new players potentially, maybe make a trade or two, maybe move on from Glaber Torres, maybe figure out a way to dump Stanton on somebody and go get a real player. Hey, that may help. But it's gotten to the point with the Yankees where I need to see it to believe it. And anything that Brian Cashman has touched, for the most part, has not worked. In recent years. Even a guy like Jose Trevino, who was an all-star in the first half, that was a house of cards. Trevino got exposed in the second half and in the postseason. And the Yankees thought they had catching resolved. They didn't. Matt Carpenter, guy off the scrap heap. House of cards. He came back. He did nothing but strike out. What'd you expect? I mean, the Yankees are going to be relying on Matt Carpenter. Josh Donaldson, Cashman loved him. By the way, he's got another $20 million coming to him next year. Yay. And you go with some of the young guys if you want. That's always exciting. I'll tell you, those prospects better hit. I don't mean hit like actually hit. I mean pan out. I mean hit too, but they got to pan out. Anyway, that's been the bulk of the talk this morning. Yankees and where do they go from here? We've done a lot of Mets hot stove as well, what they need to do to upgrade their ball club. And it's kind of a bizarro New York baseball world where you have total faith that Steve Cohen and the Mets are going to go out there and spend and try to improve this ball club with their resources. I cannot say the same about the Yankees. Or for years, it was the other way around. Anyway, we've touched on Yanks. Mets did a little Rangers. Their shootout loss to the Avalanche last night. And they get the Islanders tonight. Rangers, Islanders at UBS later on tonight. The Knicks will be back in action tonight at home against the Hornets. And we did a little football. Well, Daniel Jones and the Giants. Jets getting set for their biggest matchup in years. A big matchup. Jets 5-2 and two getting set to take on the Patriots at home on Sunday. 877-337-6666. Marcus is calling from Fairfield. What's up, Marcus? How you doing, Sal? How are you, Marcus? I'm good. So um, I just want to I want to um, basically say uh, all this talk of the Yankees not spending, it, it, it's unfair. And let me, let me tell you why. Let me, let me bring it back. So, number one, if I'm hell, I'm livid. I mean, this narrative that they're not spending is just not true. $270 million? Well, look who just beat them and smoked them. The Astros, who, I mean, they're not even close in here. What are they at, 190? So let's, let, let me start. Now, let me take it all the way back to what I mean by it's Brian Cash, and as you already know in the decisions that he's making, he wants to be the smartest guy in the room. 
and 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 that's his biggest downfall. So let's bring it back all the way back to 2003. The Yankees let Kurt Schilling go to Boston. Then they go ahead. They 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 go ahead. They sign a Rod. Not well, not sign trade for him. And you know they they offered the Rangers Robinson Cano. The Rangers didn't want Cano, so they could have had Cano. They didn't. They even could have. They even tried to trade him for Randy Johnson, the Diamondbacks. I know. So Brian Cashman was gonna was given Cano for the taking. There goes a mistake right there. Now they go ahead. They trade for Randy Johnson. Well, 0-4 they lose. Why the hell did they not bring back Andy Pettit? Who told him Javier Vasquez and, and Kevin Brown was better? That's a Cashman thing. And then two, they lose to the Red Sox. Bomb that series. All right, fine. 5 They go ahead. They make a big move for Randy Johnson. That's a big stud move. You know, well, but Marcus, can we keep it to like the last, I don't know, few years? Do you have to go all the way back 20 years ago? Well, I'm saying it's a Brian Cashman thing. It goes all the way back here. The guy's been screwing up since then. I don't know what the infatuation of So let's go back to recently in 2009. They, they did the big spending. And then 2010, they have a clear chance to go back-to-back and make a trade for Cliff Lee. They don't do it. They let him go to Texas. Then Texas smokes him in the ALCS. Then two, that, that, I mean, imagine what that would have did they make the trade for Cliff Lee. Yeah, he got hurt, but imagine what that did for him in 2010 and 2011. Then they go ahead, they sign um, Tanaka. They spend big on him. They spend big on McCann. What did that do for him? They're still getting smoked. They, they're, they're spending big. They don't re-sign Cano. Cash goes ahead and he gives the money to Colby Ellsbury. Who the hell told him that John Carlos was a was a good fit? I mean, it's Brian Cashman. This narrative, they're not spending salary. It's not true. Look at no, who no, it is team. true. It is true. I'm not saying they're not spending. They're not spending much more than the next team. First of all, they don't even have the highest payroll in baseball. But the Yankees used to go out there and win at all costs. Nobody's saying they're but not they spending. Nobody's saying they're not. No, they didn't win at all costs, though. When they did that, Randy Johnson, A-Rod, Carl Pavano, no, I get it. That's sometimes what they won in 2009. And by the way, the Yankees needed the shortstop last year. Let's just go to last year. You want to reference 2003, 2005, and we'll be here all day with all these moves. How about last year? Yankees needed the shortstop. Who would they get? I can't. But, so let me ask you this, Sal. That, that, was, that was terrible. That's a, that's a cash thing. Right, but okay, maybe, maybe the, why couldn't they go out and get Carlos Correa? So you wanted to give, all right, so that one-year deal, I can't argue that. They could have done that. But they, first of all, there was a lockout at the beginning of the year. They didn't know that that Carlos Correa thing was going to happen. If they could have got Carlos Correa for one year, I'm pretty sure, like, none of us know the ends out Sully. It's easy to say, yeah, they could have did that. Well, the they Twins did. The, twi- the Twins yeah. knew. The Twins dumped Josh Donaldson on Brian Cashman and the Yankees, the suckers that they were, and then they went yeah. out there and got Correa for a couple of years. And that's why I'm saying Brian Cashman is a fraud. I understand that. No, no, no. It's also how. It is also how, Marcus, and thank you for the call. The Yankees used to operate differently. You know it. I mean, why are you you trying to couch it? it, This is not my opinion. This is fact. The Yankees used to be the almighty evil empire. They need a player. They go get it. The way that they did with Garrett Cole. The Yankees traded for John Carlson. They gave up nothing to get him, but they took on that salary. That then prohibited them from going out there and signing Manny Machado or Bryce Harper. Now, that's twofold. Number one, it's a mistake choosing Stanton over either of those two guys. Number two, it's not the Yankees going all in. I know at some point, I guess you got to draw the line, right? Well... The Yankees used to never draw the line. After 2008, closing out old Yankee Stadium, 
without a an October appearance, they went out there and signed CeCe Sabathia, Mark Teixeira, and A.J. Burnett. Think about that. And they won the World Series that year. I mean, think about what they did. That's ridiculous spending. And think about where they are now. Hey, we need a shortstop. All right, anybody got any ideas? Well, yeah, there's about eight of them that are available on the market. Somebody want to buy one of them? Uh, I don't know. See if someone's available via trade. How about that guy who won a gold glove at third base last year? Maybe we can make him a shortstop? Oh, I don't know. I like that idea. Let me look at his metrics. What's his name again? Hmm. Yeah, it looks good. All right, let's do that. Bronze Bombers. Nobody's saying they spend like the Pirates, but they don't spend like the Yankees. The Yankees are always number one in payroll. They're number three in payroll in 2022. And they had had an area of need that was readily available in free agency. Oh, and by the way, you could have ended up having him for the same amount of money. So it is a combination of spending or not going on. Maybe spending is not the right way, but not going win at all costs. And sometimes you need to spend a little bit more to make up for stupid decisions. But it was also a dumb decision to take on Josh Donaldson's contract and forego having a chance at Carlos Correa. We said that at the time. You know, it's also the the maybe that's why spending is not the right way to say it. Because the Yankees had an opportunity to go on the trade deadline. They could have gotten Luis Castillo. Instead, they got Frankie Montas. They didn't want to go all in with the prospects. Cashman has been reluctant to deal the top prospects. He's been stubborn, sticking on a guys that he believes in, Gary Sanchez, Glaber Torres, whatever. And the Yankees haven't been able to go out there and spend endlessly in the offseason in free agency to overcome some of their deficiencies. 877-337-6666. Tom is in Westchester. What's up, Tom? Yeah, good morning. Um, I, I think... What it comes down to is, uh, you know, Cashman has really lost his uh, courage, I think, his aggressiveness. Uh, you, you see it mellowed out, and you got to wonder if, if uh, Reigns are, you know, if, if, if there, there's a collar being put on him by uh, Steinbrenner, Hal Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because he's the one who's going to shell out the money, you know. And, and but, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of Boone. But he had to deal with what he had, what he had in the playoffs, you know. So I, I mean, you don't have Benatendi, Benatendi in there. You don't have Lemayu. I mean, he's a guy. You know, people get so mad at Judge how he struck out. Well, Judge, I, I, you know, I mean, had really had no support. There's no, there was no threat behind Judge, where he's going to see pitches, I, you know. And it's. The money that they spend with their large payroll for the greater part is bad spent money. Uh, you know, and I, I just see where Steinbrenner, you look at the Dodgers. You know, you'd think you'd want to be aggressive like the, even the Padres or, or Houston. You look at Houston's first three, four guys, five guys. These are guys who hit. You know, they're not home run, all home run hitters. These are guys who hit for average. They get on base. 
They're aggressive. I mean, I remember watching the Yankees beginning of the year. They were like leading the, the league and aggressive, you know, with base running and, and everything else. You saw all that. And then it seems like you know, they picked up these slow guys like Donaldson uh, and Carpenter, guys who can't run. Well, you know, guys who maybe long in the tooth. I mean, I, I had my hopes for uh, for Donaldson. You know, I remember saying, you know, this is a guy. You know, he's got some, uh, you know, background. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I mean, yeah, he's still he's a, he fit right. He fit right in. Donaldson. Oh, what's his strength? Oh, yeah, he, he walks yeah. a lot and he hits home homers. Oh, let's go get him. Yeah, as I, if the Yankees right. don't have enough of those. Yeah, I mean, you do have to have be smart about your minor leagues. Try to keep your your, your key players. You know. But you got to look at uh, the way Judge, uh, you, you know, I mean, now he has a, a pattern now. Like, oh, well, he, every time he gets to the playoffs, he plays lousy. You know, he doesn't do so well. You know, I mean, but you got to look around him, you know. Well, I mean, Stanton can't. Stanton, I mean, God, all you got to do is just throw low and outside to the guy. He just can't. Lay off of it. I mean, it just kills me watching. He can't play. He can't play defense. Me too, by the way. And I know he's been clutch for the most part. And thank you for the call, Tom. But can't play. He's never playing in the outfield. He's always hurt. He's inconsistent at the plate. He goes on a hot streak that he looks like the best player in the world. Then he goes on a cold streak. He looks like he belongs in the minor leagues. He drives me nuts and has since day one. Now, the thing I love about Stanton, his accountability, his attitude, his makeup, that is an A plus plus. Everything else, I would grade way lower. Look, Brian Cashman is, I know everybody wants to pick on Boone, Brian Cashman is the focal point here for me. His philosophy, his stubbornness to stick to the same type of player, stick what he believes in, the analytics, wanting to have a manager that he can control, all those different things. And it just hasn't worked out. It's time for a change. Now, the Yankees used to try to win at all costs. They don't do that now either whether it's going all in with the prospects or the money, overdoing it with the money. So it's a combination, but really, if it's one thing, it's Brian Cashman. I know he was a very good GM for a long time, made some great moves. Maybe other teams would love to have him. His Yankee teams have not gotten over the hump. His Yankee teams have not closed the gap in the American League at least with the Astros. Matter of fact, the gap has been widened significantly. Who is that fault? Somebody's at fault. You want to say a little bit of bad luck? Okay, understood. Whose fault is it? It's the guy who put the team together, put those players out there that aren't producing for whatever the damn reason. I would have made the change after last year. And just had a fresh voice, a fresh vision for this great organization. With all the resources that they have. They didn't. The results were similar. Out before the World Series. And they're going to go back with it again. Run it back. It's going to be another year of the same stuff. Let's see what Cash has got up his sleeve this year. To help out the Bronze Bombers. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Kind of back on the fan. So just looking at the payrolls over the years in Major League Baseball, just to back up kind of what I was thinking at least. So this year, as you know, the Mets were the highest payroll in Major League Baseball. And I guess there's all different ways you could look at it. 26-man payroll, whatever, how much money's on the injured list, all that, blah, blah, blah. 22, uh, 2022 total payroll. The Mets were at 200 and I can't even see that in the glasses. 282 million. Yankees were third. Mets were first with 282. Dodgers were second with 275. Yankees are third at 264. You have the Phillies at 255. Padres in there at 237. Red Sox at 223. So you have a bunch of teams all similar to each other. And within, I mean, several million, but still at least over 200 and kind of close there at the top. But the Yankees third, 20 million roughly behind the Mets, 10 million behind the Dodgers. For reference sake, the last time the Yankees were in the World Series and won a World Series was 2009. The Yankees led baseball in Major Major League Baseball in payroll with $201 million payroll. The next best was the Mets at 149. The Yankees were 50 million better than the Mets, roughly 70 million better than the Cubs, who were third. And then obviously, you know, 80 million over the Red Sox and so on. They separated themselves. That's how it generally was. The Yankees would dominate. That's what I mean by spending, where it's not just spending. Yeah, of course they spend a lot. One of the top teams in payroll. Not the top team by 50 million bucks. A matter of fact, they're third to the Mets, who spent 20 million more. That's a big difference. Especially when you have the general manager making the moves that he's made. Val's in the Bronx. What's up, Val? Good morning, sir. How you doing, my man? What's good? Good to hear from you again, Val. What's on your mind this morning? Man, you know me. Clearly, that was the the, the last thing I said to you was a little bit of a I'm in my feelings. You know what I mean? I remember. I, 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 can't, don't know. I can't get out of it. I'm going to be in it for a minute. I, we live and die with this, so we're never going to get rid of it. You know, that's what but, we're um, here for. But um, before I get to what I got to say, you know, I meant to say it last night, too. Have you spoken to Stuart? Yeah, Stuart was on earlier, as a matter of fact. He calls every day. He calls like three, usually. Okay, okay. Because I, I shouted him out and, and gave him some love over the last week, Friday. Because, you know, my I understood where he was coming from, but Brother Mac was a little bit in his feelings. It kind of went off on him, and I was like, oh, you know. But I, I wanted to make sure if he didn't understand when I was on the last time when I said that, and I think that was last week Friday night. I wanted to make sure he understood. I, I hear exactly what you were saying, but at that time, people were still hoping and praying that we could have turned it around, you know, and sure. 
I guess emotions got the better of some people, but you know, you know no, how I, that goes. I get it. I get it. All good. Yeah. But still, we still love you. We always love you. But um, you know, it's funny. The guy that called before a couple callers ago, and maybe even the, the last caller too, kind of stole my thunder a little bit because I was I, I was listening to you know I was at work today. They got all this crazy Jayco stuff going on. It's like kind of like JD Powers for hospitals. So they running inspections and they got everybody running around crazy and, you know, they keep holding me late and all the stuff like that. And that's why I keep getting on late with you. But I heard you earlier and you were talking about some stuff, you know, as far as the monologue and everything. And by the way, I did catch that. Sweet, have a good night's sweet. You know, you're funny. You still with that stuff. That's another uh, thing anyway. I was just messing with you. I'm glad you picked up on it. I mean, it would take you like five times. And I was like, wait, what did he say? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, got some, thought about it. Did you get some good sweep the other night? I man, sleep. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm just messing yeah, with uh-huh. you. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I figured, yeah. But, um, but no, like I had a little question about that because I kind of feel a little bit the same way that the, the other caller said. The problem I have with Hal is that, if anything, he's not – everybody keeps saying, so who holds them accountable? Who holds them accountable? He's the guy. You know, as an owner, shouldn't he be the dude to, to, to kind of like – be looking at the numbers from afar and, and, you know, either saying, oh, okay, all right, all right. He's not, I mean, nobody really wants somebody to be hands-on to where, because when you get that, you end up with like a Jerry Jones or some kind of crazy dude or something right. like that. No, nobody says they want that. No, you don't and want to. You, you want to hire the baseball guys and let them do their job, but Brian Cashman's been here forever. Support, it's time for a change. And, and, and I told you, that's where it has to go. He has to get out of here. The fact that they're talking about doubling down in it, now that's where I have the issue because that's what leads me to what I'm about to ask you now. You know, for two, what did you say, 260 what? What, the Is payroll? 265? Yeah. Uh, currently this year, it was, yeah, 265, roughly. 265. You're trying to tell me, like, sir, really? I'm asking you, for 265, you, you don't think that you should be able to. You no, know, of course, out. of course. And when owners see and that I, other I, teams I are doing it with way less, you know, the Rays or whoever do it with way less, you could understand what they're saying. Yeah, but no. the Yankees used to spend $50 million more than everybody. And I knew you with that. I was about to say I understand you with the, the, the that margin of difference between, mm. you know, what it used to be and what it is now. I hear you with that. But, see, that's where I have the problem. Because my thing is, how should be saying, yo, Brian, for 265 what are you doing with my money? And that's why Brian should be out. The fact that they're doubling down like that, you know, and even with the, the whole Guardians process, you know, payroll, you said earlier, the, the Guardians really payrolls, kind of 82, 82 million dollars for the Guardians payroll, and they went five games with the Yankees, and arguably could have won that series if Francona they make a boneheaded decision starting Savali. See, and see, that's the whole thing. That's all of that is just speaking to more of my mm-hmm. where, what I, where I come from because. Just like you said before, in everything that we've had a problem, whether it was in the regular season when we started to go through our swoon, when it was in the postseason when we started to have problems with Cleveland, now being swept and all this stuff like that, it seems like we always get outmanaged by the other guys. And we always got this big problem with everybody trying to figure out where that's coming from, and we all know it's coming from the top. So my thing is, like I said, where I have a problem with how is that he should be saying, yo, Brian, what's going on? And, and like you said, you said something earlier, that Cashman has too big of a voice and too big of a, um, it's his voice and his vision. As a GM, right, why is, why is he the voice? Like, you know, as far as the players go, the voice should be, should be the manager. All of that speaks to everything. That's where I have a problem with Hal. Not that he's not spending the money. He could spend more. And, of course, clearly he's a business person who sits from the top, 
and he looks at the reports and he's like, yeah, this makes sense. Oh, okay, all right. But he clearly he's not a baseball dude like in No, but, like but Cashman is the you problem, know, Val. Cashman is the problem here, and thank you for the call, Val. I appreciate you checking in, as always. Cashman's the problem here. Oh, nobody's dis- – well, I shouldn't say nobody's disputing. A lot of people want Aaron Boone out, but I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying that the Yankees also have not been operating the way that the Yankees used to, you know, when they last won a World Series, where they spent $50 million more than the next team. Now they're not. Now they're atop, they're third in payroll, and they're right there with a bunch of teams. But no doubt it's on Brian Cashman. He is the one who's making these decisions. Him and his his staff, the Yankees front office, they're making these decisions. And you could see it on the field. It's data analytical driven. This is the New York Yankees here. I'm not saying that you can't use data and analytics to evaluate players or certain metrics and things like that. They overdo it. And the way they implement it is not working. That's on Brian Cashman. This whole thing is on Cashman. By the way, it's not like the Yankees are awful. It's also time for a change. If they could, if Cashman can walk to Joe Girardi and say, hey, after game seven of the ALCS with a team that was expected to do nothing in 2017, hey, you know what? We love you. We wish you luck, uh, best of luck moving forward. We're moving on. Time for a change. Well, then somebody should be able to say that to Cashman. We love you. You've been great. Time for a change. Doug is on Long Island. What's up, Doug? Uh, how we doing, buddy? How are you this morning, Doug? I love it. I love it. I guess you know, you know how I am about the Mets, and to hear people defend that the Yankees spend. You have you have Yankee fans who call up and talk more about the Mets. I've been waiting for this day for thirty years. <laughs> it just it just shows me, Sal, that the Mets have arrived and Steve Cohen is here. Like if Bob calls you and. And I didn't even know Bob was a Yankee fan until the end of the year when, when the Mets were finally eliminated. He talked so much about you being wrong about the Braves and the division. All he talked about was the Mets. It was crazy. And Yankee fans defending, listen, just because you spend money, the Wilpons did spend money. They just spent it stupidly. Right. With, with well, last season. The, the other thing that they couldn't do, they didn't spend enough to overcome those mistakes. That was always the greatest Yankees' uh, strength, is that they could spend and spend and spend, and hey, you know what? We misspent. We'll eat it, move on, and spend yet again. The Mets could never do that, nor could anybody else. Right. And when the Yankees made that Donaldson move, I called you at the time, and I said the Wilpons are now running the, the Yankees. That was such a Met move. Yeah, they took on $50 million, and it looks like you took on money, but they took two years of money on to avoid maybe getting someone else for longer when the owner came out and said at the end of last season, we need a shortstop and a center fielder that's going to be addressed, and they lied to their fan base. And they took the as much as they paid $48 million for Donaldson, they took the cheap way out. They took a two-year deal instead of doing the right thing. Right. And that is not how the Yankees always were. Right, and that's why they're not winning the way that they used to win. Yeah, it's nice for 99 wins and a division win and a CS appearance, but it's not enough. They should be better than that. And they not I only mean, that, it, they, not only the appearance, they obviously got dominated in that appearance. Right, and if we're, if we're like being serious, I mean, if Francona didn't lose his mind, yeah, they should have lost that game. game. Five, you might have lost that seat, and I'm not saying they would have lost. 
that they might have lost that series too. I um, think if they played anybody point, else, they would. If they played Seattle, they would have gotten beat. The Yanks. I agree with you. One hundred percent agree with you. Um, I, I want to talk about the Jets, but I, I, I need Jake back here. I'm sorry. I know you're saying he's not dominant anymore. When a guy walks eight people and strikes out 102 and 64, and it's had one bad month, a mediocre month where he had a 4.5 ERA in since 2017. All right, well, what are you paying I, him? I don't care what I'm paying him. Well, what do you mean I you don't care? It does matter. Because, I mean, because Steve Cohen's here now. It's not about money anymore. This ain't the will part. No, but you not they're going. not even he's got his restrictions, so you're gonna give DeGrom so, five years two hundred fifty million and they're not gonna get I, a big bat? If it's four two hundred, I do it. Yeah. This has to this team let Tom Siva not be a, a Met his whole life. This is the best everyday player to to play as a Met from start to end of the finish. I know people love David Wright. Um, David Wright was a good player. Yeah, this he's not guy, a star like this. this. I get, this I get what you're saying. Has to finish as a Met. I don't care what it is. if he doesn't want to be here. That's one thing, but it better be known that he didn't want to be here. He has to be here, in my opinion. And I will tell you this, Sal. I honestly believe for a guy his age, I don't go by his age. He became a pitcher later. He doesn't have a ton of innings on him. Yeah, Give because he never pitches season. because he's always hurt. There's no, always an issue out. for the last year. But he pitched two for five years. years. He was the no, it's South. Go back. He was he was in the the Cy Young thing for four different years. He is he is going to take the off season, and I will guarantee you, he will be a leaps and bounds ahead of anyone else to win the Cy Young next year, whether he's in the AL or the NL. And he will be dominant. He needed give him an off season. He stayed healthy this year. The health wasn't an issue. He threw. Let him get an off season. Come in stronger with a good spring training and get his mechanics down, he will be that guy for the next two to three years. Not a doubt in my mind. Yeah, but I, I mean, got to get to the Jets. Maybe four for 200. All right, quickly on the Jets. Go ahead, because i got to take a break here. Sal, this game is the biggest game in a long time. I need Sal. You cannot lose this game after what I saw the Bears do to the Patriots. This exercises a ton of demons against the Patriots. They have smacked us around. They ran the score up. I need this game tomorrow, this weekend. Get to six and two. This is a game as a Jet fan is a must for me. This is this it. This is a game we we deserve. This game we need. This game and have to have this game. This is it. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, no, thank you, Doug. I appreciate holding on. I appreciate taking the time to call. This is it for them. You're right. And maybe we'll do more of that tomorrow as we get closer to that matchup. But this is it. This will cement the start. To the season. I don't care that the Patriots are down right now. I don't care they got smacked by the Bears on Monday Night Football. I don't care who their quarterback is. The Patriots are coming to MetLife. They're coming to the Jets' house. The Jets are playing well right now. This cannot be a slip-up game here. Now, the problem that you have is, A, Zach Wilson has not looked great in recent weeks. And I do love Wilson, but you got to see it. B, the effects now of no Vera Tucker, no Hall, that's a problem. And C, and maybe most importantly, Belichick versus Sala. This is an important game. You talk about it from a Jets fan perspective. This is an immense game for Robert Sala. Can he hang and beat Bill Belichick? Because if they don't now, you're going to feel like, oh, God, I don't know when they're ever going to be able to beat this friggin' team. This is a huge game 
for the Jets. Tell us about the receipts you are keeping. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal Alcotta back on the fan. Let's finish up on the phones here. Going to 5 a.m. The warm-up show with Al and Jerry. And also, wish me luck getting home. I can't deal with another shutdown on the LIE. Over-under for tonight. Let's go 559. 559. Will I be in my driveway by 559? Please, what do you think here? We get a rebound uh, commute back home today after the first two have been a little off, definitely yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to say you get a much better trip going home. And I hope you do, and I hope I do. Because <laughs> I, I, it's bad enough to get that at all. To get it two days in a row just Ooh. makes you question everything in life. Uh, I guarantee you this. If I do not have a good commute, I all am of a doing sudden, the show that from... three-day weekend is becoming a four-day weekend. Yeah, all right. I'm doing the show from home minimum tomorrow, uh, which, by the way, I might do anyway. 877-337-6666. Mike is calling from Palm Coast, Florida. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, Sal? How are you, Mike? Uh, all right, I've been listening all night long, so I'm going to give you the other side of it. I'm a Cashman fan. Okay. And I mean, what you've been doing is, you know, exaggerating the negative and leaving out the positive with Cashman. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's take one thing at a time quick. The payroll. That's ridiculous. The Yankees are third in payroll. They're always in the top three in payroll. The 10, 20, 30 million, that don't make a difference anymore. For example, the team that's been on top, L.A., for the last 10, 15 years, they got one lousy World Series in that 60-game season. They got nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. So that don't mean nothing. The Yankees are well, always there, and Yankee fans could always count on the Yankees spending big money. No, they but that's that's not, that's not true. The Yankees used to spend the most, and they used to spend significantly more than the next There's team. There's other dynamics that are involved. Who's, got a, who's got a higher payroll, the Mets or the Yankees? <laughs> For one year and the last hundred years. Oh, the one year, yeah. Yeah, As they they have a new owner now. As they have a new owner now. Yeah, but there's other dynamics involved in that because it depends on when you sign the players and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But that's not really my main point. That's pretty much nothing. I want to get to the point you mentioned about these players that the Yankees passed up on. Machado, he was picked up by L.A. in the trade deadline. He was a bum when he became free agent. All right, so now you don't need Machado. Last year, Seager, right. all right? Yeah. Well, they, she signed a ginormous yeah, How was Connor Falefa? How was Connor well, Falefa? You are, Kiner you are an apologist. This is funny. A Yankees no, no, apologist. Falefa, no, this is great. Just, yeah. You, right, so, Sal, I just wanted to tell you the players that you mentioned. You mentioned Seager. You mentioned uh, uh, Correa. Uh, um, Correa, now Correa, how he duped, because nobody wanted him for the money he wanted. Mm-hmm. He duped the, the, the twins to give him this uh, $35 million three-year contract, but he could get out after every year. So if he gets hurt or doesn't play well, oh, no, I'm not going to opt out. So he opted out on them now anyway, even though he didn't play good. Mm-hmm. And no one's going to give him the kind of money. I don't want him. And now let's get to the kind of falafel, why the Yankees did that. Of course it was a stupid deal. Cash knew it was a stupid deal. So did Steinbrenner. But they've been, they said prior to that, they have three prime oh, prospects. Oh, yeah. No, I can't wait to see him. Volpe, Peraza, let's see it, baby. Get him up here. Let's go. That's what's going to be. Next year on the Diamond, you're going to see only Rizzo, Judge, and 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 uh, and Cole 
and, and you're going to see all new players there. Oh, you're you are, we Carraza. are. Oh, okay. Yes, you're going to you're going to see Lemayhu. He's the other guy, the three guys. Right. Lemayhu's going to get either third base or second base. They're going to get rid of this Torres. Mm-hmm. You're going to see Peraza. Oh, Torres, no, Torres was the next here. coming. Now he's no good. Okay, good. So, so we got it. So Peraza, Cabrera, Volpe, all be better than Glaber Torres. Or supposed to do what Glaber Torres was supposed to be yeah, too. I guess. I right? think so. We've okay. seen enough of Glaber Torres. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, a, you think? You think? I but think, we were told, right. we, were, we were told he was great. I mean, he was supposed to be the next coming. That but was the no, prize acquisition. You can't predict the future. What were you thinking? Uh, you, you you, what do you mean? What are you doing? You're, you're predicting the future. You're, you're, you're predicting the future here. That's exactly what you're doing. Well, you have to. Don't forget. Kansas Look, here's the Mike. Mike, here's too. the bottom line. He got no. Wendy Peralta for Talkman. Right. He got, he, he, he got the Mike, Holmes. Mike, the nobody is saying that Cashman never made good moves. What I'm saying is the Yankees haven't been good enough. Now, if you as a Yankee fan have been satisfied with their performance since 2009, that's on you. I myself have higher expectations. If have you, you been satisfied with the Mets for what's all, all, are we talking about the Yankees or the are we talking about the Yankees or the Mets? No, it's all about the Yankees. Okay, so then you brought up the Mets. Do you want to talk about the Mets or the Yankees? I'll talk about both. I'm in it. I'll talk about both. You want to talk about the Mets or the Yankees? My answer is yes. Okay, what, I'm in it until October what, no, every single yeah, year. Now you and got then me. It's a crap shoot. Now you oh yeah, it's a crapshoot. You're an apologist. You're an apologist. You want to talk about the Mets? Because now I do want to talk about the Mets. Of the two teams, the Mets and the Almighty Yankees, which team? Do 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 do. Which team was the last to appear in a World Series? Do 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 do. All right, time's up. The Mets. And you accept that as a Yankee fan that the Mets were the last team to appear in a World Series? You accept that the Mets have a higher payroll? Things done changed. And you accept it. All right, if you like losing, getting embarrassed by the Astros, I don't know how you sweep at night. I mean, sleep at night. But I guess you do. If you're okay with that, that's on you. You like losing. You're okay with it. I'm not. Since 2009, the Yankees have disappointed. And more specifically, since 2017. 2017 was a great year. It's been nothing but regression and excuses since. But if you want to accept that, that's on you. I'm not going to fight you off on that. By the way, I like Cashman. Always have. I thought it was time for a change after last season. So if I thought it after last season and this season, they didn't get much better. I mean, for me, I would look to change, but they're not going to do it. So you get what you want. Let's see if it results in or the, the results are any different this year. Hector is in Washington Heights. What's up, Hector? Hey, sir. How you doing, man? Good, Hector. How are you? Do- I see you're doing bad. I-, I hope your Yankees do make some moves to make you happy this this, uh, this winter, man. My Yankees? Yeah. Yeah, your Yankees. The way you've been going on and on the last couple of days, I figured you're a Yankee fan. Well, what do you want me to talk? There's not a Mets show here. I mean, I we do whatever the topic is. No, 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 no. I'm not saying it has to be a Mets show, but geez, you're like so worked up over these guys. It makes me laugh. But, you know, I... I I understand, Hector, it is my job. You understand that it is my job not to be a Mets fanboy, but to be a broadcaster that talks about New York sports. Fanboy. But you're so upset about these guys losing. Like, you're a fan of them. I'm not saying don't talk about the Yankees. Of course you got to talk about the Yankees. 
Well, what, what, what drives me nuts I'm is... I'm going to talk about the Yankees. <laughs> no, I know, but what drives me nuts is failure and ineptitude and disappointment and underachieving, and I think we've seen a lot of that with the Yankees, and it's frustrating. I mean, it is to see this team again get embarrassed by the Astros, it's frustrating. I mean, I can't sit here, Hector, and, and dance on their grave. That would not be my job. No, off the air may be a different story, but right on the air, that's not the case. <laughs> no, that's my job. Yeah, that's right, Exactly. As my friend, but I, I gotta fight you a little bit, Sam, because you listen. You're right. You know they they they, they failed and all that. Stuff. But when you harp on the payroll and you say win at all costs, like what does that really mean? And you want them to have the highest payroll, and you you go back to 2009 and say, oh well, they had uh, 50 million dollars more, and then you but then recently now this last call you bring up the Mets in 2015. The Mets did not have the highest payroll in 2015. You know what I'm saying? When the Yankees went on that run, it was with a whole bunch of homegrown guys. And, yeah, they added here and there when they needed to. But when they started really spending money, did they really win? Yes. I don't think they uh, – I don't know. I don't know. Hector, yeah, that, is, that is what made the Yankees – now, obviously, A, you could win without spending. B, spending the most does not guarantee winning the most. I mean, but like, see, it helps. The, the Yankees used to spend more – they, they spent more than everybody. Problem. They were the evil empire for a reason. They spent more than I anybody. Know. They got the best players. That's why we're winning. But to say that that's why they're losing right now, I don't think is right. And they're losing because they made some terrible moves. Now, you could say that they're not masking these moves with money the way they used to. That's fair. Hector, they that's needed fair. a shortstop this year. There were about a billion of them available in free agency. What'd they do? They weren't cheap. Okay, so that's the point. That's the point. The Yan- when have the Yankees ever gone cheap? I, I hope they keep doing it. I, I, I don't know. But I just, because I'm a, like, I don't want it to be like, oh, the Mets have to spend $500 million just to win. Right. Because I, that, that's, not, that's not how it works. I don't think that's, like, someone just bring up the Dodgers. The Dodgers spend all this money, all of this hype, and they won one measly ring that. It doesn't well, guarantee winning, but it does It does guarantee you're going to have a good – maybe not guarantee. It does give you a better chance to have a good team. And in the yeah. Mets spot, no, it, I mean, what do you mean it does? Spending money helps. It, spending money wisely helps. Spending oh, money of course. Right I mean, obviously, but you have spending to spend money. money. Right you, you're not going to hold – Hurry up. Okay. We're about to wrap it up. No, you better stop rushing me, man. I got to start calling earlier, though. But so it's funny because now you're where I was with Jake. And it's funny because um, uh, Jerry mentioned a, a thing on uh, Netflix on Nolan Ryan, and I watched that. And watching that, I could see how Jake is. Yeah, well, that's the I problem. Yeah, that, that's the, and thanks for the call, actors. You know, like I said, you, you want more time. You had to call me at two or three. 4 a.m. is tough. You squeeze all you guys in. And sorry to Chris and Eric that we didn't get to you. have been on hold for a little while. Get me back tomorrow. I'll be on 2 to 5. Anyway, with Jake, there's the injury question there. That's the thing. Two things. Performance and injury have not been the same as 2018, 2019, 2020. That's why I don't know if I would give them five years, $50 million a year. All right, that does it for us. Thanks to Fleegs, as always. Thanks to everybody who called and listened. We appreciate it. Back again tomorrow, 2 a.m. to close out the week on a Thursday morning. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry that's coming up next. See you tomorrow. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.